Hello, hello, it's Carrie Lowe. Welcome to The Kalo Show. Wow, all of that actually rhymed. I'm starting this podcast because I love podcasts. I'm obsessed with podcasts. In fact, I've listened to so many podcasts that I just had to make my own podcast, which I've already done. I'm the host of a podcast called Artist CEO, but that's a very different show. It's a narrative show. But this show is going to be, you know, I don't even exactly know what it's going to be. If you start to get to know me, you'll know that I am improvisational. I am spontaneous. I show up and I don't necessarily know what's going to happen. And that is how I like to facilitate. It's how I like to share. And it's how I like to let my life unfold. Now, I'm not going to not ever know what I'm going to talk about with you. I'm going to have topics and I'm going to write notes and have stories to tell and all sorts of those kinds of things. But I... I'm recording this before I even know exactly what this is because that's how I do things. I like to get my hands dirty. I'm a creative and I can tell you that this show will be primarily for female creatives, whether you're an artist or maybe you have a business or you, you know, or something like you're a singer and then you have a voice, you know, coaching business because that's what pays the bills or something else. You want to you want to run a business or, you know, you went to acting school like I did, but you know, you didn't really want to be an actor after that and so you've been trying to figure out your life and you know you kind of miss art, but you're not sure like what's going to happen next or you know, you've been a full-time artist in the past or something, but you are a creative woman and you want to learn how to really own your creativity and own your life. And this is what it is for me because creative projects are amazing. Artistic projects, if you're an artist, they're necessary for you. If you neglect them for too long, they're going to destroy you, i.e. you are going to destroy yourself, right? This happens if you're an artist because it's your calling to express and to create. And it's totally fine to take time off from that to get your finances in order or do some like therapy and healing. Uh, that's what I had to do. That's what kept, you know took me away from my art is I had to go on this long healing journey because I couldn't sing without pain. And I did that. And then, you know, and I I found a career that was fulfilling. And then I found, you know, a healing modality that I love to practice and that is so amazing and, and all of the things. And I took care of my life. I found my partner. I got married, you know, all of those things. But if you are an artist, if you are a creative, you have to create. That's just going to be important for the rest of your life. So this show is going to be about that about inspiring you and helping you remember who you are and how bold and brave and wonderful you can be when you flow with your creativity and you put in the work. And it's also about being just a conscious creator of your life. So a little bit about me. I mean, this is the defining story of my life. And if you know me already, you probably know this story, but I'm going to go through it fairly quickly so that everybody can be on the same page about this. So broad strokes. I 
was a crazy creative child, a crazy smart child. And I did all sorts of things like the school TV show and I did dance and I did theater and I decided that I wanted to be an actor. And so I went to North Carolina School of the Arts for high school and then I got into NYU acting program. And um, while I was in acting school, the summer before acting school, I bought a guitar and I um, started playing covers and then I started writing my own songs and teaching myself guitar and then I started playing in Washington Square Park in New York City because I went to NYU and in the subways and said, screw acting, I'm going to be a singer-songwriter. It came so much more easy to me. Um, But I loved, I loved the acting studio just because it's basically a lot of personal growth work is acting. Um, And then there's all the technique stuff, uh, which I guess I wasn't actually as good at the acting part, but I really liked the personal growth part of acting school. But anyway, I decide I'm going to be a singer-songwriter. And I leave New York City and I go record an album. I like do a Kickstarter. I raise some money. I record an album. I come back to New York City for a tour where I do some nude art modeling for an acquaintance and he assaults me. Um, he, yeah, he puts his, he puts his lips where they didn't belong, um, while I was doing in a very vulnerable position, trusting him and it rocked my world. It seems so little, you know, there's a part of me that wants to say, or I guess in the past would say that, you know, well, I wasn't raped, so it wasn't that bad. Right. But to me, it was that bad. It was the most, like, traumatic thing I had ever experienced physically to my body. And what happened was, um, well, one, I didn't really defend myself. I mean, I left the situation, but I ended up, like, he assaulted me, and then basically I ended up, like, trying to make him feel better about what he had just done, which is messed up. And a lot of women do that. It comes up in my creativity group, so you know, occasionally, where we're just trying to take care of other people because we're afraid of getting angry or something. And I didn't really tell people what happened to me. Uh, But right before when I was modeling, I I had a cold. And my throat, I had a little bit of a sore throat. And then I got assaulted. And then that sore throat never healed. It was like a month later, I hadn't been singing, I was getting sort of depressed. And I was like, wow, it hurts to sing. And I was like, I'm not sick anymore, but I can't, like, it kind of hurts to talk and I definitely can't sing. And so eventually after a few months of being like, wow, this sucks because I just recorded an album and I'm about about to try to start my career as a singer songwriter, then I go to the doctor and the doctor looks at my vocal cords and he says, uh, you have acid reflux and uh, because they're all red and inflamed and all sorts of stuff. And I said, well, yeah, that probably makes sense because I've been off and on bulimic since I was like 16 and I was almost 22. I'm 28 now, just for the timeline. So I had been bulimic. I had suffered from various eating disorders. Um, Do not anymore. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome to say? I do not suffer from eating disorders anymore, but I did. I, I was anorexic when I was 13 and then that turned into um, bulimia and then later into binge binge eating disorder 
but in during this time period I was more I was definitely more bulimic yeah the cool thing about that about that little diagnosis was that it basically cured my bulimia um, I still had to deal with the binging later but all of a sudden I couldn't sing without pain and it was because of my bulimia and all of a sudden I had a really good reason to stop making myself throw up now part of the problem was that this was a reflex that I couldn't control it was just kind of like I had taught my body to throw up so I had you know so it took it took a few months to like stop that reflex and like teach my body to not do the thing that it's not supposed to do and they put me on acid reflux medication and my voice didn't heal like it got a little bit better I did some shows hurt like hell it was terrible I moved back to New York City because I had gone I had left New York City to record my album and then I was like I'll leave live cheaply in the south I'll tour but that wasn't gonna happen and I knew that I could, one, make more money in New York City. Two, it was like my home. I learned how to be an adult in New York City. And it was just my way of life by that point. And my friends were there. And also, I sort of thought, well, if there's any you know vocal person that can help me, they're going to be in New York because there's so many singers there. And I can't be the only person that this has happened to. So I moved back to New York. And... Um, lots of things happen. I'm trying to cut this short. And I'm going to tell this story in greater detail at some point, but but just not right now. So, you know, I was working at a, at a the theater and then this someone asked me, they had a therapist friend who needed to get their like next level of certification and they needed to do an observed session. So it was basically like a free therapy session. And someone naturally thought of me and I was like, yes, please, because I had never... I'd been to therapy maybe once, like a count, like a school counselor, and she wore like pink cable knit sweaters and was blonde, and I just couldn't get down with it. I'm sorry for any blondes out there. Um, it's not about that necessarily, but she was just very like North Carolina debutante put together, and I couldn't. I was a moody art school kid, and I could not. I just could not. So. I went to therapy and for the first time I get the recognition that this timeline of the sexual assault and losing my voice because when I lost my voice I really just thought it was it didn't have anything to do with the sexual assault it was just the bulimia and I blamed myself for that obviously uh, but in therapy I sort of realized that actually no this timeline is pretty uncanny like you get assaulted you don't tell anyone about it and then suddenly you can't sing without pain um, yeah, they're connected. So I realized they were connected. I did a bunch of healing. Like I said, I'm going to go into all of this. Like if, if, you know, if this has any, if this is any part of your story, either sexual assault or having vocal issues or whatever, like I'm going to do more shows about this. But for now, that just, just broad strokes. So that sent me on this healing journey to heal my voice and also there were obviously some other things I needed to heal like why did I put myself in that situation and it, it I'm not it wasn't my fault like it was definitely his fault but again it was like my inability to listen to my body like there were some signs right before he assaulted me like my body was shaking it, I knew something was wrong but I was mentally trying to push myself to be bold and to do this like pose with my legs open, which was very shocking to me. I mean, that was never like, you know, modeling nude was something that I've said 
basically said I had never thought I would ever, ever, ever do, but I love this man's work so much that I, I, and I also wanted to overcome my own like body shame. So I did it, but then I pushed myself far and into a dangerous circumstance. And then I didn't even like tell him to F off, you know, and I had to do that in later healing processes and yeah, basically just do the work of, you know, why do I feel like I don't deserve love? I don't deserve to be respected. Why am I at war with my body? Why, you know, do I take all of these underpaying jobs or jobs that I don't like? I I really went on this journey of healing my self-worth and falling in love with my body and falling in love with being a woman. Oh my God. I just remember a few years ago that I would just be crying because I didn't want to be female. What? What? Like that was my life. And it's so weird to me because I've just been on this really deep journey where I, you know, I live by my cycle and I'll do a a show about that. I track where I am in my menstrual cycle. I know what day I'm on and I see the patterns and I use it to my advantage. I use my cycle to become you know, empowered in my creativity. And, uh, and so things are so much better now. But anyway, so I guess, you know, to say that that's what the show is going to be about. It's going to be about, you know, helping you wherever you are on your journey into becoming the creative, powerful woman that you want to become, who has like full agency over her life, who, like knows how to feel her emotions and use them for, you know, for growth, for healing and for creativity and for putting herself out there who can stand on stage or whatever on the internet. I don't care. I love doing internet video who can stand in her power and share her truth with the world and change things and I know that there's a lot of stuff out there right now about this and it's great. I mean, I just know that I'm not going to hold myself back because I'm a storyteller. I love telling stories. I love helping me people. I, I do like energetic healing sessions with people one-on-one through this modality called Universal Health Principles. I have a women's creativity group that meets online once a week called Creative Spring. And I coach people on their creative projects and in healing their relationship to their body and changing their brain. So that's a lot of things. Um, it, but it's all connected, right? It's basically like embodied conscious creation um so shifting like your brain patterns so that you're not stuck in these like negative loops or you're not stuck in trauma I work with all sorts of those things because basically being creative being a creative female is complicated we are much more complicated than men and And I used to hate that, but now I see what a gift it is and I know how to work with it and I want to help other women be able to work with it. So that's what this show is going to be about. Uh, So, you know, the tools that I use in my life, I'll be sharing with you. Um, You know, I'm, I'm, I use a lot of other people's tools too. I'll be recommending other products and courses and things that you can do that I have found helpful. I mean, of course, I would like to create all of the products and all of the things. So, you know, uh, but I know that I can't. (laughs) I only have so much bandwidth. I already just told you everything I do, which is quite a lot. 
So I, you know, I'm not shy to recommend other people's work because we are all us women, creative women, changing the world together. And wherever you're blocked, whether it's, you know, you could be like dealing with chronic pain. I was dealing with that a few years ago, which is what also continued me on this healing journey. Um, it could be that. It could You could be dealing with chronic pain. You could be dealing with body image issues. You could be dealing with, you know, not feeling like you're lovable. You could be dealing with being scared to put your work out there or scared to say your truth. Whatever kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to say dysfunction, but it is whatever dysfunction you're dealing with that you don't want to be dealing with anymore I want to help you get the tools and the resources to move out of that because we deserve it and you know I think about people like you know I'm 28 I think about like my my mom's generation and how different it is and they just didn't have the tools but we have the tools now and so we are doing healing on a mass scale And I want it to grow even bigger because this world has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot (laughs) of needs. Um, And, you know, if we're feeling small and stuck and powerless, if we're hurting, if we're in chronic pain, if we're in, you know, if we're in these like loops of our own BS, then we can't save the world. We can't contribute our positive energy to the world. So I want people to be able to do that and I want women to be able to do that I mean the men I want to help the men too but for whatever reason it's just not right now not me right not right now um at least I I still I just I love the idea of these just like women kind of you know we're just like training in our moon cycles and on our yoga mats and and we're we're learning these spiritual principles and how to apply them in our lives and we're becoming so evolved so fast and it's brilliant um and I want the men to come along too but I just you know the women are here for it right now and if you're here for it or if at least you're curious and you want to learn more you want to learn like what is tapping you know how can that help me you know universal health principles uses tapping which is not the same as EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, which we can talk about that too. Um, but it's like, you know, how can I use tapping to change my brain um, and, you know, not feel like a victim of my own life? Because you're not a victim of your own life. You are a creator of your own life. And that is how I live. That is how I learn. That is how I love. That's how I want to express. And I just want to bring you along on the journey. Share everything that I've learned. Share my story. Share my resources. My insights. All of the things to help you become the powerful creative woman that you want to be. Because the world has never seen us before. Not like this. Not now. Um, It's a very, very, very special time. I'm getting chills right now. Um, about how special it is and how about how glad I am that you're listening. So that's my intro to this show. I'm not going to promise a certain amount of episodes, but I know to get started, I think I'm going to put out a couple episodes a week just because I've got a lot of stuff I want to share. And then, and then we'll see. Like I said, I'm spontaneous. Um, I want to let this unfold how it's supposed to unfold. I don't want to put rigid rules on it that do not help it, but I do want to share. I want to share more often. That's one of my things in 2019 that I want to do because it's just time. It's just time. 
And I actually started a podcast a couple years ago called Gumption Goddess, which was quite similar to this. And I told a story about the female body and how it works. We are creative beings. I've said that a lot this episode, but we are. We have the ability to nurture and birth life. And we also have the ability to nurture and birth our creative projects and anything else in our life. It's biologically built into us. And this is a very important concept. With a baby, there's a gestation period. It's nine months, give or take. And you know when it's time to give birth. There is no going back when it is time to give birth. The water breaks and all of what's coming next must rush forth. And yeah, labor can be easy, labor can be long and difficult, but when the water breaks, it's coming. And that's how I feel about creativity. And that's how I feel about this podcast, actually, and these words coming out of my mouth right now. It's just like, the floodgates have opened and here we go. Now we're on a roll. Like, let's do it. And, um, and, and I just want to tell you that for you, because one of the things that I would love for you to do, and it's one of the like pillars of Creative Spring, my women's creativity group online, which is that you need to learn to trust yourself. And trusting yourself has a huge, it's so connected to knowing when the right time is and trusting that you will know when the time is right. Because we get all these ideas and we put pressure on ourselves to do something at a certain time. And what I've found is that often we're pushing and it's not the right time and we're not really called and it's not really rushing forth from us but we are using our minds to force ourselves to do something that we think we should do or we should want to do or it should be the right time for us to do it but it's just not so I want you to practice trusting that a gestation is happening not just for a creative project or not just for a business for all things that you've got a, everything that's sort of working in your life working in your system has its own gestation period and when it's right it will be right when it's time to get that next job, it'll be time to get that next job. And you will know exactly when that is. When it's time to move, it's going to be time to move. When it's time to leave your partner, it's going to be time to leave your partner. When it's time to start dating again, you know, when it's time to do your record or put your book together or get on stage again, you're going to know. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easy because like I said, some labors are easy some and some of your creations will be easy. It'll be like, boom, it was time. All right, go done and some births some creations are going to feel like a 36 hour labor they're going to feel hard but you know it's time and once it's time you're on you're on that road and you can't turn back so that's what I offer you today is a little bit of my story a little bit of you know how I got where I am today how I'm a creative person that went on this healing journey and now I am here to inspire creative women and to up all the levels on your wholeness, harmony, and radiance. Those are some of my three favorite words, wholeness, harmony, and radiance. Because when you're feeling those three things, you're pretty much unstoppable. 
and unstoppable is what we want to do. It doesn't mean that we don't slow down, but we don't stop. We're always, we're always growing, even if it doesn't look like it from the outside. And again, that just goes back to the gestation. It's like, for a while, you can't tell that a woman is pregnant, but like lots of stuff is happening underneath. So if you're, it's so, you know, Wherever you are in the creative cycle, you could be blooming, you could be springing, you could be in fall, you could be in this like quiet part of the, you could be in the first trimester where you're like throwing up a lot. You could be, you know, that like all of these nature metaphors are so powerful because they tell us how to live and they show us that it's okay to be in a different season. So if your gestation right now is hard to see, that's totally fine. And if you're just even if you're in a point where you're like blooming and it's and your or your your belly's very big and everybody wants to touch your Buddha belly because you're so glowing and radiant, that's fine too. Or if you're a little bit past that point where you're heavy, you're like heavy with this project that wants to happen and you're uncomfortable, you're like in the last few days before <laughs> you know, before birth or the last few weeks, it's like, you know, you're getting to like nine and a half months and you're like, oh my God, get this baby out of me, you know, and you look uncomfortable and you look bloated because you haven't, you haven't put your creative work out there in a while. Like that's okay too. It's all okay. Wherever you are, it's all okay. Just as long as you continue learning and you take every moment to continue learning and as a gift and you don't need to compare yourself. You just are where you are and you're going to observe where you are and see how it changes and see how you change over time. And it's going to be beautiful. So I hope you're along for this journey. Uh, I haven't, I've given you something. I'm not sure what, but I'm excited about it. And when I feel excited about something, usually other people do too. So however you found this, I'm so glad you did. Please subscribe. Check me out on my website at kalocreative.com. That's K-A-Y-L-O creative.com. Yeah, subscribe. There's going to be a new episode soon. Like I said, probably twice a week for at least the first month while I'm like on fire and figuring this out. Thanks for listening.